0: You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8 the Google Ads agency. I'm not going to leave it up to Google to dictate who is going to buy from me, whether they're in market or affinity. I will usually test and expand later, but one thing that will always be the unknown is how accurate was Google to an in-market versus an affinity. It is bringing in more budget, and we've actually hit a goal that we haven't been able to hit in two years by using the setup. So this is a really good way to identify audience segmentation, how to measure them, what their type is, what type of ad copy you use, and how to market them. That's a lot to tattoo on my back, but I'm gonna try to do that one day. Audience segmentation in YouTube, I'm a bit different on this one here. And I think Caden is also a bit different. We're kind of testing two different theories at once. I like it. audience segmentation if they're very similar and I'm focusing on a very specific goal like ROAS, I like to be surprised. What I mean by that is sometimes you go through your audiences and you find out that an audience you didn't expect to perform is performing. I'm not going to leave it up to Google to dictate who is going to buy from me, whether they're in market or affinity. I will usually test and expand later. But one thing that will always be the unknown is how accurate was Google in market versus in Affinity. Here's what's cool. This is gonna tell us a waypoint, a cardinal direction. And cardinal directions are north, south, east, west. Just kinda like that way, we think. That's what this is gonna tell us here. And these audiences who is currently engaging through Pmax, what type of audiences they are, the share of their conversions, and there's gonna be some overlaps. So these won't equal hundred percent. They could equal like 300% because a lot more overlap. And then the index, which is the strength compared to the traffic of a general population. So we'll go through these here in a moment, but this is a really good area to focus on why, because A, we already run Pmax and B is basically saying like, here's what's already going on. So now we get to expand upon it. And what you'll see is sometimes these things are wrong. I'm okay with that. In this area here, we're gonna identify what the audience segment is and what kind of type they are. So this one here, the audience segment that Google has identified is women's media fans. These are people that are probably enjoying content from who Google deems to be women. Now in the type, this is affinity. So in this affinity means that these are people that are doing this constantly. They're not just all of a sudden popped up and say, hey, I'm just enjoying the content from this creator. These are people that love this type of content all the time. So what we did is we took this as our learning tool and said, okay, if people like to hear people talk about their experience, which is usually male, female, whatever, whoever they may be that are producing content, that is the media. The people that are enjoying that content is the fan. And those are people that are doing it constantly. So check this out. Because this is a highly performing audience, it has a 3.3 index, which means these people are found 3.3 times more common in our conversions and traffic from the general population, which means they have a 3.3 times more likely to convert than anybody else out there in the world. And there are converting one fourth of the time that we see in our conversions. If you look at this here, and I'm just gonna take a longer study. Let's go back from like April all the way to here, and I'll share with you our YouTube audience, for example. In YouTube remarketing, I spent 7,700 and made 21,000. That's a really good result. I'm already getting a 457 on my performance max campaign, but we're not spending too much on performance max. You can see 7,000 views at five cents, so it's not equating to a very large budget when you spend 47 grand. But my 270 ROAS here is coming from my YouTube remarketing. What type of content do People who enjoy women creators probably want to see. Women. So we have people who enjoy finding content from other women, who are most likely women. That's, that's actually true because we sell hair care and that's our demographic. Instead of Google is telling us that 80% of our sales are coming from the female demographic. But if you enjoy the content coming from a female and we know that that's who your affinity is, which means it's permanent fixture of your personality, I should be able to run this to everybody because my Performance Max is bringing in media women fans and I'm now remarking to them with content from women media creators. That's just the correlation that we're able to draw to get my video remarketing campaign to run alongside of a well performing PMAX campaign to give us an additional 271% ROAS that would they have converted? I don't know, who knows, probably. But It is bringing in more budget, and we've actually hit a goal that we haven't been able to hit in two years by using the setup. So this is a really good way to identify audience segmentation, how to measure them, what their type is, what type of ad copy you use, and how to market. So one of the areas I wanted to touch, and I had it
1: in my mind, and I forgot. Oh yeah, let's try this all together. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google ads and you want to work with the best Google ads agency on the planet, please go to so forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to Soulate.com, That's S O L ecom to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing <laughs> to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube. Algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now back to your regularly scheduled program.
0: I want to try Glenn's idea. So here's what I did that didn't work. I did sales and I chose my purchases and then I went into video and I hit drove conversions. So we're using maximize conversion value, maximize conversions. It wouldn't allow me to add a feed. Now I can, I don't know why. But this is awesome. So for whatever reason, I couldn't add a feed. And I tried this like three times. I'm like, what the heck? So I wasn't sure. However, you absolutely should add your feed now that I figured out I can actually freaking do this. And before when I was running YouTube ads specifically, there was a time where you couldn't add a feed unless you did target CPM and target CPV I may have tried in an old campaign. I still couldn't add a feed back into it. But if you're gonna use a video campaign for conversions, but adding a feed, in my opinion, would be awesome. And then I think in additional settings, product filter, and then you can do a specific products or a custom label, and you can actually choose the items that you wanna have outside of the video or even inside the video in the card. Well, we were in video shopping ads, where it was the only time that we can actually run the product feed alongside of a video, but they didn't do, perform very well, because again, you couldn't use an automated bidding strategy. If we do have a video that's about a product, attach that product or similar products too. I think you could have, yeah, is four products, Yep, so four products is the minimum amount. Like you can't just be like, hey, I have one video about one product, it's not gonna run. But if you say, hey, I have a video about color or like curly, let's just say, well, I do curly and then I can add color. So you're gonna have to be able to give them a a few different options. Add four products. I would say that for any YouTube campaign that is running outside of Performance Max, because Performance Max will have the product attached to it. That's how Performance Max runs YouTube ads. They will also do this with feed. But if we're running it without Performance Max, a specific YouTuber marketing campaign about a video about a product, Add that product there. Just know that you can't take it off. I did add a feed in an outbound campaign. Yeah, I don't know why. I was sitting there, I tried the other day. I'm like, man, I really wish I could use this and it wouldn't allow me to add it. So that's why I was like, I'll try this again soon. I just didn't do it yet. So that's why we're doing it all together. This is good stuff. I see no reason to not run a feed in YouTube. There's just not a reason for me to think about why you wouldn't want that. We're actually gonna, for the new client that just came on that is selling shorts and shirts. That's a big client. That was one of the things that we used in our onboarding call is we're gonna use video shopping. I knew it was possible. I just couldn't figure it out the other week for whatever reason that wouldn't count, but I'm like, we're going to do this for you. So that's something that we will be running for that client. That's going to be part of our repertoire. So I think that that's something that is going to be very, very powerful because you get the visualization of the product. If they get a click, you get a remarketing user. You get that visit to your site. You earn that first party data, and now you've earned that user for the next 540 days. Cool. That covers Glenn. I don't know if you have any questions, Glenn, if you want to hop on off on mute, but does that cover everything that we We're talking about, I would just default to always using a feed, but that's me. Yeah, no, I was just, when you're going through the accounts, I was just wondering if you were using a feed or not in the setup, that's all. No, and those are not, I don't think so. I didn't build them, but I don't think we are, but we probably should add it. For sure. No, that's okay. I'm just setting some up for another account, and uh, we're doing top of funnel. And I was just wondering if we should add the feed or not, or what your recommendation was there. Yeah, I would say so. It's funny, is a lot of the lift that's going to be coming in from well, actually that other client that we're marketing, we can't use a feed on the one that we did, the dog and cat one. We can't use a feed on that one just because I can't choose the specific products because it's uh, co-op to money. So it's dedicated money for dedicated products, and so I can't use a non-co-op video and try to sell a co-op without the co-op ad spend. It's a whole big mess. But for that one, I can't. And I'm still getting that success though without a feed, which is cool. Cool. We briefly touched upon different types of content on top of funnel creation types. Everyone, I'm horrible at discovery and display. I'm not saying they don't work. I'm horrible at it. I've tried it a bunch. I've never gotten it to work better than like a YouTube and a search and a DSA and a performance max. If there is someone out there that says, Hey, I've used discovery or display. And got a better ROAS, better CPA, better net profit, better new customer. Please, if you have a case study, I'd love to see it because I want to learn. I cannot get it to work as well as the other ones. They work, but just not as well. So YouTube has been the only one that I know that works really, really well. Does anybody have any case studies that has a display or discovery that outperforms? And if we want to do this at a different time, you could say, you know, yes, but we'll cover it later. I'm just curious if anybody out there has actually done it and can share that with us.
1: Who are the guys that were selling the um, investing? Info products, 80 grand a month in display. Yeah. He had a lead magnet on discovery. It was discovery. Yeah. We're talking about, was it tax? I remember they spent almost six figures on display for the better part of a year. It was like nine months with no returns. It was unbelievable. It was the boldest thing I've ever seen anybody do in Google ads. But by the end of that nine month period, they actually had like an unbelievable CPL. It was amazing the way that that Google was able to optimize towards it. Yeah, it was like $4, $3.
0: Like Facebook numbers. I remember it was a tax client that was selling an ebook as a lead magnet. Now he had an amazing funnel afterwards. Yeah, for sure. Like that's something that I would say is absolutely plausible. Would Performance Max have beaten it? I don't know though.
1: Well, we'll never know. I think they
0: fired us three weeks into it. Yeah. Well, as as we started running a few things. We're like, there's just no way we're gonna beat it's like, hey, okay, stop paying us, stop paying us, man. Just put more money into that thing. It's working well.
1: Did you see this thing that Uncar dropped into Slack, the granular <laughs> targeting for YouTube? No. This is actually worth pulling up as part of this lesson, dude, because it ties in perfectly with what you just said. I like what Caden said. This is super clean.
0: I have some insight as to the household income, actual numbers of how much money they make. I was mm. told by Google and Google told me not to tell anybody. Well, right. don't tell us.
1: But sorry, as I understand, the biggest problem is that we know just that like 30% of audience with these numbers, everything else falls under unknown, as I understand. It.
0: Yeah. So unknown is what Google is starting to grow. So the unknown category and the unknown category, all of these are going to start to outpace the knowns. So that's, what's really interesting is these metrics here soon. Like if you look at, if you look at a graph on your, in your end, actually, you know, what's funny, let's just do it now. Let's just see how accurate this is.
1: Why is that? Because Google is just ignoring all of the people that are complaining about Data?
0: No, I think they're getting geared up and prepared for Topics API. Like every single thing I see that's odd here, or like why, I can usually answer it with Topics API. So here's my unknown and here's everything else. Like my unknown is larger in both clicks and conversions than anything else. So here's what's stupid though, is because the unknown category is growing, A, these all become half as effective. Literally it cuts it in half. And you're like, well, how is that? Well, if I wanted to lose 7,600 conversions because I only wanted to target female, well, there goes 7,600 conversions. You can't say female and unknown because now you got female and male. (laughs) So you have to say female and no males and no unknowns. So you cut your audience in half by excluding the unknowns because that's half the people you wanted and the other half of people you didn't want it. But because it's unknown and you're only trying to target female, you have to cut out the unknown. The problem is that there's males and females in there. So you basically just cut all of your audience size in half, which is horrible. So that's what's really bad is that I don't want to say like, perfect. I'm just going to get rid of 7,745 conversions because I really want to go after the 5,400 of the audience I really know about. It's like, cool. So you just want to take half of your sales out because you're not sure who they are. That's the problem. But Topics API, interest-based segmentation and conversion-based bidding means it doesn't matter. Whoever clicks on your ad is going to convert and you're going to get more of them, regardless of who they are. Don't worry about that. Write your ad copy to who you want to attract. That's what their answer is. This is great though. Ankar, this is awesome. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, Beauty Mavens. I see this one all the time in all the beauty brands, by the way. This is one big company. They have Beauty Mavens all the time. So this one's I know is big. Shutterbugs, music lovers. This is awesome. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions8 at
1: sol8.com. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's SOL 8com S O L the number eight dot com.